enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. Welcome to the Temple of Geek Podcast. My name is Monica, and today we are joined by Young Deuces of Geek Set. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. The Temple of Geek Podcast has been around since 2012 and is hosted by a variety of geeks from the Temple of Geek team. Here we cover all manner of geek and pop culture news and events. To our returning listeners, thank you again for tuning in. We really appreciate you being here. Welcome to the podcast, Deuces. Can you please introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little bit about you? Yeah, sure. Uh, first things first, though, I love your intro. <laughs> like, it got me thinking about my podcast. Like, man, we don't give our history, but I love how you guys, I, I love that intro. Um, but yeah, I go by Young Deuces. I'm part of, I'm one fourth of the Geek Set podcast and the Geek Set Collective. And we call ourselves the only podcast that's uh, blend hip hop culture and geek culture together in one place. So one of the, the, the reason for the inception of this podcast that we had is that um, we listen to a lot of podcasts like yours. You know, we listen to a lot of podcasts and the one thing that we just said, ah, we don't see or we don't have, um, it's just we didn't see a lot of people that sound like us and look like us. So we wanted to we wanted to offer that to the geek world and, you know, operating in that world, come find out like what a blurred is and come to identify as blurs as a black nerd. So it's been it's been amazing because we I've been getting to speak with people of the culture, you know, like yourself and and really collaborate and, and just kind of be in this culture to geek out is, is one of my favorite things to do. Definitely one of our favorite things too. And the thing that I think has been so great about the rise of social media and the rise of things like podcasts is that we can create spaces for ourselves that weren't traditionally there for us before. And yeah. we can elevate ourselves to levels that we wouldn't have gone down you know, if we had followed the regular, I don't know, the way Hollywood kind of goes as far as like critics and things like that. So being mm -hmm. able to put yourself out there and like creating these spaces for yourself has has really, you know, taken shape in the last couple of years. Yeah. And one of the things that I realized is that I care more about what voices like ours sound like. Because, you know, like you talk about the culture, you talk about just like, there's a lot of nuances to like, you know, if you like Marvel for a certain reason, because you can relate to like a Peter Parker, who's like broke, who doesn't, you know, and he's not like a Tony Stark, who's super rich and this and that, you know, right. so like, you know, certain people can like really speak to that, mm -hmm. where, you know, in traditional, like, the way traditional critics have, have been, you don't really get that. Yeah. At least. That's how I see it. So can you tell me a little bit about how you got started? How did all of this with Geekset get started? Well, so with Geekset, um, one of the, it started around the time when Black Panther was getting uh, was running their promos and getting ready to uh, launch. And there was this. So the very, very first commercial. It was a group by the name of Run the Jewels that was on the commercial. And for those hip hop heads that listen, uh, Run the Jewels is like an underground, like a hardcore, like really dope lyricist hip hop group. And I thought that that was just so big that like hip hop has made it this far, you know, to quote Biggie Smalls, um, because it was like, this is Disney, this is Marvel. And they chose this group to be on the first commercial. But there was no podcast celebrating this moment. And I was like, how is nobody else seeing this? And then I was talking with, you know, my my friends and my friend group, and we would be excited about it. So I was like, we need a place that can, 
highlight these moments like this, like that we that this hip hop culture understands and hip hop culture is something is my first love It's what I'm passionate about. But I'm also love geek culture. So I was like, man, you know what? There's there's a lot of similarities to both of these cultures and I would love to do this. So I made a Facebook status and I was like, I am thinking about starting this podcast and I want to do this. Is anybody interested in this? Right. So my two two of my co-hosts, Bacardi and Lib, I already knew them from Milwaukee in general. You know, we knew them from the Milwaukee music scene. And so they they somebody tagged Bacardi. He was one of the he was the first person. And so he was like, well, what's going on? You know, I, you know, he, I geek out about all this stuff and I, you know, I would love to talk about it. And then I already knew my other uh, podcast host, Lib, was a heavy comic book nerd. You know, he was his his first uh, album that he put out was called The Wade Wilson Project. So, you know, it was like that's when, you know, it was there. So we got together literally that like probably that weekend got together made some steaks, drunk some whiskey, and talked about how we're going to do this podcast and then embarked on this journey. And then probably like uh, probably like a, a quarter of the way through the, our first year, my brother, Didge, he was engineering for us and helping us with the podcast. And you know how podcast goes. At some point, the person behind the camera ends up getting on the mic and we just met, we just gelled so well. And so then we added my brother officially to it. And then ever since then, we just started rocking. We started, we just kept on going. That's so exciting. And also because it comes from like a place of passion, right? It comes from like, you know, podcasts are not easy. Like it's not no. just talking and putting it out there. There's so much behind the scenes stuff that goes on. It's time consuming. Most of the time, you know, everybody has their regular jobs, their regular lives. They have like, you know, this is like something you do out of passion or excitement that you want to grow into something bigger, but it usually starts off as something small, but it's yeah. still a lot of work you have to put in. So yeah. how did you manage that? Like, because it seems like you've been doing so much in just such a short time. Well, the the great thing about having a group or a collective is that you can find out what each individual is passionate about, and it kind of helps alleviate um the stress of trying to take on everything by yourself so you know with the way that our makeup is like you see i have geek merch on and every episode and everything that we do we have our merch on bacardi he is very very passionate about making sure that our brand looks right right so he's head of merch and he handles that um video all the enhancements and all the 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 tips and tricks of the videos my brother Ditch, he he watches master classes and and he takes the additional uh, time to learn how to shoot things and do things. So it you know it it, it helps us there. And then Lib, he's more of a, a, a audio engineer, you know, with music. So he makes sure that we sound right. And so me, I'm more of like the social media marketing person. So I'm making sure that our visuals and we're out there, you know, we have a footprint on the web. So. Yes, it is very time consuming if you're if you're operating by yourself. We have been fortunate enough to build this team of for, you know, people who have masters and whatever they wanted and and we are able to delegate, you know, and and, and help that out. Uh, but also it's like we have also like the same track mind. You know, we 
outside of doing the podcast, we were going to conventions. So just so now the difference is we're going to conventions and covering it and making content. You know, uh, we were already watching anime. The only difference now is we're watching anime and talking about it on the podcast and covering it. You know, so it's like we took what we do normally and turned it into our job. So it helped out with that. Um, that time consuming thing. It doesn't feel taxing like, oh, I got to read this or I got to watch this. It's like, I'm already going to be watching this. Oh, this show's coming out. I was already going to watch it. Let's now let's just watch it, you know, and make sure we have podcast content. So that's kind of helped us balance the time. And that's awesome because then it doesn't feel like work, even though it's definitely super yeah. hard work, right? But like, it, like you said, it alleviates it. It doesn't feel so overwhelming. Yeah. Um, can you tell me a little bit about like what each of you do? Because I noticed that you had some toy stuff that you guys do. You also, mm -hmm. you know, have had some significant like interviews and celebrity stuff. Can you kind of talk and speak to some of that? Yeah. So the podcast itself, that's like. We, we call it like that's the Megazord. Like that's when we all come together. That's the, that's the one thing. And then we, what we started doing, we started branching out in just different levels of geekdom to try to figure out like let's create content that people will want to watch. So when the pandemic hit, one of the ideas that I had, I said, you know what? I, I have a high interest in um, creators and celebrities and having conversations with them. But the one thing I wanted to do is like I wanted them to geek out. I feel like everybody has like a little side geek in them that they try to suppress. But when you find that person that you can talk to about it, that's when you go crazy. So I said, like, I want to create that. I was like, yeah, we can talk about what the projects that they're doing. But like, you know, I love the fact that I was talking with Jay Ellis at the final season of Insecure, but we spent 15, 20 minutes talking about DC, about Blue Beetle, about Batman, like going deep into that. And, you know, and I was like, you're not going to get that nowhere else. So I wanted to start yeah, I wanted to start those that interview series one on one with Deuces, um, and then Didge he came up with the idea of like you know what it'd be really cool if we do live reactions to some anime. So he came up with this show called Geeks at Rewind, where he actually like like we all watch an anime or watch something you know we did a couple of the the, the high level movies, but we'll watch it and give our you know, live reaction right there. And it was just, it's always a fun time because it's like you get that first initial reaction or thought right off there. Um, and this and is then, all stuff you haven't seen before? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Some of it, some of, sometimes it'll be like, well, we're, we're, we're going to watch this movie like now, right? You know, so it'll be like, it'll be brand new. But yeah, we try to keep it fresh and try to have an anime that we didn't check out before. But because we watch a lot of animes, Didge has evolved the show where he's inviting guests who may not have watched any anime and having them watch it for the first time. And then he can have the conversation with them. So it's it's real, it's a really cool dynamic um, because like I said, we're in, it's, it's us also introducing people to anime, but also talking about it in depth and got kind of getting, you know, uh, somebody like you just got introduced to this culture. What do you think? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so like, that's pretty dope. Um, and then um, Lib, he, he's a big collector. Like before, like we all have our collectors, you know, side to us, but Lib is our big collector. And so, you know, because he's a collector, he's already was watching unboxing videos and review videos. So, he had a passion for that. And he was like, I want to do a review show. I want to kind of, you know, talk about this and, you know, why I like him. And I was like, yeah, bet. And then Bacardi, he's our heavy gamer. You know, he plays 
indie games to to top tier titles and he'll play just r- the most randomest games and because of that we make sure that he's in charge of our twitch so he makes sure that you know we have some content going up there a uh, group play uh solo play whatever the case may be but we have you know bacardi and friends on twitch so that way we can got kind of get that going so that's kind of the stuff that we're doing there but we're also like we stay in this content creation world and so we have like three shows that we're developing behind the scenes. Our Patreon knows about it because we also, you know, rely on Patreon. But it's really it's it's a it's a fun time right now because we have our own studio, we have our own space. So the prop the the opportunities is like, oh, let's try this, let's try this, and we're trying some of these other stuff too. All of that is super exciting, and I'm so excited to see what else you guys have, you know, behind the scenes that only Patreon knows about. So I'm excited to hear about that. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, you talked about, like, some of your guests and things like that. So if people pop over to, like, uh, where can they find you? Like, where do you have everything? You, you mentioned Twitch. Yeah. So for the most part, every social media that you can find us at is at Geek Set Podcast, right? So that's everything. The only difference is Twitch is twitch.tv dot uh, twitch.tv backslash Geek Set. It's just Geek Set. Because when we originally started, we started as a podcast and we were just audio. But as we grew and we became media and we became, we started going to putting out video content and vlogs and all this, we realized that we're much more than a podcast. So that's why we call it the podcast, the Megazord. That's when we all come together. We make sure that we, you know, we pod and we talk about, you know, just what's going on in geek world and what we're geeking out about. But like um, all the other factions that go with it and everything, like I said, we, 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 they're not the podcast. So Geek Set is the brand. And that's what we're trying to brand that, you know, is for more letting people know because one of the, one of our, our goals and ambition is to be like a BuzzFeed or be like a complex where we are, it's geek set, but there's all these other really dope nerds and blurs underneath us as well that rep that, and that we put them on random content videos. So it may, you may not see young deuces on the video, but you may see this podcast collective that is really dope and they're affiliated with us or this Twitch collective or people like we, we want to get to that level where we can, we can be that we can help bring, you know, more and more nerds and blurs throughout this, but put them in really dope content stuff that they can have a footprint on. You know, like I said, like I see what Buzzfeed did and I like that, you know, but it was like, I want to do it better, but full of nerds and blurs. Like I want that. <laughs> yeah. That's like, I totally get that. Um, you know, we've been around since 2012 and we started as just a podcast and I wasn't even around at that time. You know, mm-hmm. the podcast started out, with um, you know a couple of guys becoming friends, and their podcast turned into a um, a website from there mm-hmm. because it started to grow. And you, same thing, you start covering conventions and you start doing all of these things. And I think I came around around 2016, and I don't know what happened, but I took over, <laughs> and <laughs> like that was the end of it. <laughs> like I've been, you know, just kind of in charge since. But we've grown to four different podcasts. You know, we do. Um, we have a web series called Portrait of a Fangirl. We do a lot of, um, you know, cosplay is like a very big deal for us. Like we really care about cosplay and the cosplay community and especially like the mental health of the cosplayers in the cosplay yeah. community. Um, and, you know, so we do all these different things on this on the side. But like you said, it started off as a podcast, but now we're not just that anymore. So I really feel you there. And, you know, I always joke, I have like, you know, do you watch Supergirl? Yes, I do. 
you know, Cat Grant, I was like, that's my dream. One day I'll be like Cat Grant, right? Like, you know, and it's, but kind of having that mentality of like wanting to grow and do different things and not being scared of like stepping outside of that little thing is so great. Yeah. Because I've been able to like have people come in as contributors who just pop in every once in a while or like, you know, share their passion you know, with mm -hmm. us. And I'm so grateful for the people that have come in and have just been like, I'm really passionate about this and I need a platform and I just want to talk about it. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. please do. Please do. Like we are you know, here you, for it. You, it. During Black History Month was our first like big project that we did that was similar to that. So it's something that we took a heavy pride in and it stemmed from not necessarily like not a dig at like I keep on bringing up BuzzFeed, but it, it, a lot of stuff that they do, I said, I want to kind of do that, but I want to do it better. So the one thing I realized during Black History Month, I would look up all these companies. I would look, well, I was looking up Black History Month videos and it was a lot of companies like BuzzFeed that was producing, like, what does Black History Month mean to you? And I was like, but why is there no black owned company that's doing this? Right. You know, and just, you know, like I said, not a dig at BuzzFeed, but it was just a question that I had. And I said, well, why don't I do that? And so what I did was, and I brought it to the team and we, they were all on board. And so we reached out to over 30 blurs across the world and we asked them three questions. We asked them, what does Black History Month mean to you? Um, black History Month plus blurred culture, what's the first thing that comes to mind and what makes you proud to be black? And we put together this three part series video that we ran through Black History Month. And I we were so excited that we amplified so many blurs from different walks of life. We had cosplayers, we had animators, we had podcasters, we had um, prominent people, for, you know, that was blurs that lived in Africa. We had blurs that was part of the LGBTQ plus community. We had we had um, hosts. We had we had so many people, and I and so like and the. We did a press release with it. But what I loved about it is we made sure that everybody's at information was there. We let everybody and it was it's such a great video series that we did. But I felt now I keep on saying I, we felt so proud that we did something for Black History Month with all the with all these blurs. And then it led to just like heavy like that's what I love about the geek community and the blurred community is it led to so much support and so much trust. So it's like, you know, we announced that we're doing a documentary within, you know, our, uh, a recent interview that we did. And when we did that, it was, you, you've been in this content creation world a while. So you know how some people feel like, oh man, if, 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 if Temple of Geeks, if they got that dang that takes it away from me. And now I can't really support it. Like that's how some people view it. Right. And, you know, we got kind of you kind of you kind of get used to like, oh, I'm going to get some unnecessary hate if I make a good accomplishment. But when we did that video and we announced that we was doing that documentary, so many of the people that we worked with, so many blurs, so many people of the nerd community reached out to say, yo, what how can we support? How can we help? And I was like, this is beautiful. Like this is it is so beautiful. And that's that's why, I, you know, we have so much pride about this culture is because it's like, you know, we talk about cosplay. I love going to conventions and and seeing the cosplay because no matter if you if this is your first time cosplaying or if you're this person who spends thousands of dollars on your cosplay, you get the same type of love, you know. And I love that. I love that you can you can you can put together a ragtag cosplay like, hey, this is kind of my first one, and I did it the last, I did it right before I came here. And people will be like, yeah, still give you a high five and stuff like that because the culture is just like embrace it.
Like embrace it. People, I love gender bending cosplays. I love the the crazy mashup cosplays. Yeah, you know, I, I, it, and I think and that it's the only place you can be super niche, right? Like yes. sometimes, like you know, you can take two different fandoms, mash them up, right? But somebody will get it, and you think yeah. you're like the only person out there who <laughs> would understand this. But like somebody's out there, like, oh, I totally get that. And I always get co- uh, post-con depression because, you know, I feel like a lot of times in society, in our regular lives, we have to, like, suppress the geek, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then for, like, a weekend at a con, you get to be unapologetically yourself. Right. Everyone's on the same page. Everyone's celebrating, like, fandom and community yeah. and just pop culture in general. And so, like, when you go back and you're, like, you know, at home on Monday, you're just like, whoa. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's like, I miss the con vibes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, obviously like you guys are doing a lot, you're supporting a lot where, I guess, um, where can people find you? What, where can they support you? And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, where can they really check out everything? So you can check out everything on our website, geeksetpodcast.com. And again, like I said, on all social medias at Geek Set Podcast, and we have every individual creator that you know that's on the podcast and uh, at information underneath there. But as far as the support, so we have we are we have multitude levels of support that we all, that we ask for, right? And it's you know, and a lot of them are free levels of support. But here's the biggest thing: so like right now, the push is the Black Geek documentary. So we're we announced uh, we did an interview with Forbes magazine and we announced that we're doing a documentary called the Black Geek Documentary. This is our, our first big, big project. And what, what it really stemmed from is when having these conversations with these celebrities uh, about just being a geek and growing up geek. Um, the one thing, again, and it, it's it's it, it stemmed from being a black geek. When we look at how the media portrayed the black geek, they always kind of make, and even in geek culture, though, and just in general, they always make a geek socially awkward, the person who can't get the guy or the girl, the butt of the jokes. And, you know, we realize having these conversations that though we love the Steve Urkels and the Carltons and, and stuff like that, that's not the the number one representation of who we are, right? There's a lot of people, like I, I we often uh, we often joke, it's like, there's a lot of people, if you hear black geeks argue, you know, Goku versus, uh, you know, Naruto, like it sounds like a barbershop arguing Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. Like that's one of, like we say that and, and that's what we bring. And it was like, there's a level of swag that we bring to this. And it was like, we want to make sure that we showcase that. But we also... We, are, we, we still want to celebrate our heroes from the past. So I, I wanted to create a documentary that timelines the black geek history, because even though the term blurred has been around probably like five to six years, um, the culture has been with us for the longest. Like that, that, you know, we talked about the mashup, you know, where you see, you know, uh, uh, anime property, but they got like a hip hop swag to them. You when even, you know, growing up, uh, when I when I was growing up, one of the big things that used to get airbrushed on shirts it used to be like Mickey Mouse, but like you know a gangster Mickey Mouse yeah, or one, you know, with, yeah, and that used to be a thing. But like that's we equate that to like blurred culture, like you know that was like that's that mashup. And I was like, I want to talk about that type of stuff. So we came up with like we want to do a documentary, and I was like, but I don't want to do it 
via Zoom. Like I, we do our show via Zoom and it still looks good, but I was like, I want to do an actual documentary. And so we came up with the, you know, with the budget. We, we got a GoFundMe out that we're utilizing and we're just we, the budget is allowing us to get top tier talent because a lot of the people that we interviewed agreed to come back and be on screen to interview for the show. And th- these are some legends. And I was like, OK, great. So we can have them. We're going to film it at a black soundstage studios. Um, our director is a black director. So it's like a really black experience. But it's going to be empowering because, you know, when we was mapping it out and talking about it, it was like, though we're talking about the black geek, you know, experience. You know, we got to talk about why we love geek culture, why we love Japanese animation, uh, animation culture. Well, you know, and talk about that stuff is because a lot of people, even for the longest, they didn't really think black people really geeked out like that. You know, it was always like a shocker. So it's like now, like, I want to show that I want to show like, no, it's not a shocker. We've been doing this. And so we got this documentary, the GoFundMe. That's one. That's, you know, uh, of course, that's level one support. But. If you are not fortunate, uh, not, not fortunate. If you don't have the means to to donate, it's just as important to retweet, like, and comment when you see a post about the Black Geek documentary. It's also very, very, you know, um, uh, important to you know check out the podcast, check out the interviews. Those are free. Uh, join our Discord; that is free as well. You know, where it just be a part of this community. Uh, mention us, add us. You know, we talk back on social media. It's the mo- the the more that we can get the word out that we're working on something for the culture by the culture because we've been calling it a love letter to the blurred com- community and we truly yeah we truly want to showcase that we this documentary is our love letter to it because we're gonna t- we're gonna talk about our heroes we're gonna talk about what you know the media but we're gonna talk about you know how we got to where we're at but then we're also going to talk about the people that are changing the narrative now and the future and what we got to come and where we're going. And 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 I can't I can't wait until we get the funding, because um, I believe that once we do this, this is something that not only blurred culture, but geek culture is going to be able to 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 be proud of, you know, have the, that moment that where's like the world stops. Like, do you remember when the toys that made us first came out? Yes. Yeah. How everybody was like. Yo, you gotta watch this. I want to recreate that, and that's that. That's the goal because, and, and I feel like that because the history of it, the why we love Steve Urkel, is because of how much he geeked out. Why we love, you know, the Black Ranger is because he was a Power Ranger and he was really cool, but he also danced. And it was like, yo, like wait a minute, like you know, it's like so, you know. But it was like it's still it, it's embedded in both cultures, and I want to show that 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 combineness of it so yeah this is our love letter to the blur community that we're that we're excited to get out there it's inspiring it sounds amazing and also i hope that you know when people start creators people behind the scenes people who are involved in the making of films television and things when they realize what the demographics really do look like yeah that they will start to kind of like open the doors because thank goodness right now we're in a time where we're seeing a lot more you know a lot more people of color and, you know, and different gender identities and, mm-hmm. and things on television, which is great. And in films, which is great, but it's not enough. You know what I mean? And so, you know, hopefully if somebody watches, you know, your documentary and they, they think, wow, like I didn't realize, and, you know, we start getting, you know, those doors open for us for all types of creators, you know, and it's exciting to see things that really reflect who we are, who you are, who, you know, black nerds, what they look like, what they 
what who they really are, you know. Yeah, yeah like no, you said, not tell- everybody's the Urkel. <laughs> They're out there, and not everybody. <laughs> Yeah, you know, because you know, it's funny because, like I said, Steve Urkel, for him to be cool, he turns to 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 uh, Stefan. But Stefan, it's also could have been uh, as as ner- well. He was remember he still had Steve. Or he still had uh, uh, Steve Smarts, so he still technically was a blur. But they tried to differentiate uh, dif- uh, differentiate that, and in reality, it's one and the same. And so, like that's what we want to show. We want to show showcase that side. So I, I'm excited because also the tone of the toys that made us. Like the documentary is not going to be this super serious. Like it's going to have some serious aspects to it. But I do want to have that light, fun heartedness because I do want to also recreate, like you said, that con energy. I want that energy. I want people to be like, oh my god, yeah, oh, like you know. And what what I love about it is also going to serve like kind of like a mini documentary because a lot of the B-roll footage. It's going to be the footage that we've been. I mean, we've been covering C2E2, Crunchyroll Expo, uh, Anime Expos, you know, Comic Cons. So we have actual footage that we film from it. So it's like it's going to be really dope to have these conversations with people and also use actual live footage from these conventions where people have been like, oh, man, I remember that or whatever the case. And like, I'm just excited to bring this and have something that the culture will be proud of. Absolutely. It sounds amazing. You know, we'll definitely share and support and make sure that our audience like knows that this is coming and can help support because I think this is something noteworthy. I think it's, you know, really smart and clever and thoughtful. And I'm excited for the world to see what you have. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, Before we wrap up, is there anything else that you want to tell us? Um, First thing first, uh, again, Thank you guys so much for having us on there. So I am a very, very, I make it a point to also give people their flowers, make sure that people know that they're appreciated. And I told you, you know, right off the rip that, you know, we already been following you guys and we love this culture and everything that you guys contribute to the culture. I do appreciate and your fans and your listeners and your readers and everybody, you guys have built such a dope community. And I applaud y'all that for that, because as we started to grow and we started to think out outside of a podcast, I started looking at different properties and how people built their communities and saying, okay, what can I borrow from them? How can I learn from them? And seeing what you guys do, is de- it definitely influenced a couple of things that we tried to do and that we're trying to do you know, with our brand. So um, if anything, uh, I, I've been on this kick of just telling people, make sure that not only you know if you check us out and support us but also support the original platform which is your platform as well because um i want this culture to thrive in so many ways and just like i want to be successful i really want you guys to be successful as well and more successful we appreciate that and hopefully <laughs> we'll be at anime expo and we'll be at san diego comic-con so hopefully we Ooh. can meet in person right. and like you know geek out and <laughs> <Yeah>. you know <laughs> hang out <laughs> All right. Well, this is going to wrap up this episode of the Temple Geek Podcast. We want to thank Young Deuces for being here with us today. And uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on Facebook or Twitter using the handle Temple of Geek. Do you want to check out some of our other episodes or shows? Why don't you head on over to templeofgeek.com? There you will find all sorts of content that pertains to the world of geek. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit TempleofGeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.